We want every aspect of the building to feel as if, you know, there is something for you here and we are constantly keeping you engaged here. on the Dactronics Experience podcast live in person at Gillette Stadium and we are with Woody and Doug today. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing good. <laughs> good. Thanks for having yeah, us. Of guys, course, yeah. Matt's here with us yeah. as well. I'll say we're doing good. The big win last night definitely helps with yes. morale. Yep. <laughs> right? yep. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to start with just kind of a, a quick introduction of each of you to kind of know what you guys do here and how you got here. So Doug, can you start? Yeah, uh, I'm Doug Clausen. I'm the Senior Director of AV and Broadcast Systems. I just approached about or just passed a year anniversary here at Gillette Stadium, but um, I was on the other side of this table, I guess you could say, <laughs> for for nine years uh, at Dectronics since 2014. Um, I started out as an application engineer uh, and covered New England, New York. So, uh, you know, I've been a part of Gillette Stadium for, for years now and, and really focusing, working with Abby, working with Woody, Dan, to just kind of understand how we, the most of the LED systems here um, you know, and, and background for there, uh, you know, where I came from, uh, weird career, I guess, or not, not traditional, but I think that's pretty, you know, common, I think yeah. in this, yeah. this industry. Um, I knew I wanted to work in sports, but, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Did you ever, did you guys ever hear of a show called sports night? No. It was on no. ABC. Yeah. It was this kind of, uh, scripted television show that was, uh, followed like a, a sports center competitor. Okay. And I was like, is this a real thing watching the show of like these people working behind the scenes of like people who are producers and and on air hosts? And I was like, well, I'm going to work in sports because this is exactly what I want. What do you want to do? So I started working in video and then I went to Indiana University and I majored in sports communication broadcasting. Hmm. Um, I worked for the football team while I was there. I worked at a local PBS station and then I left college and I went and worked in local news and I thought, okay, this is how I'm going to get to ESPN eventually or something like that. Yeah. And then I started doing news gathering, um, for, a for out in Phoenix, I took a job on a oh. random, random posting and I drove cross country and started out in Phoenix. Uh, that was in 2008. And then I got to know people at the Arizona Cardinals, and I thought, oh, working for a team sounds really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was when the Cardinals were good. So I was <laughs> uh, not that they're not good now, but <laughs> it was coming off of a, a Super Bowl runner-up when yeah. Kurt Warner was there. And 2009, I transitioned into, uh, or sorry, no, 2011, I transitioned working for the Arizona Cardinals. So I worked for Laura Johnson, who you probably know, yep. and yeah. Michael Connor. Okay. So I, I learned from them, okay. and then uh, I left for Chicago in 2014, and I became an app engineer, and then my <laughs> career at Dectronics, and then they came and kind of created this position out of, I don't want to say thin air, but I think the amount of growth and technology we had here, they were looking for someone to, to spearhead everything, and so... Uh, I picked up leaving Louisville with my family, and I've been here about a year since. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. And then even thinking of, right, when you went from the Cardinals to Dactronics, had you always heard of Dactronics, I imagine? Or first iteration of hearing Dactronics was uh, was probably, again, like the all-sport controller when I was at <laughs> Indiana University. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Again, somebody was like, hey, can you operate the clock? And I was like, yeah, I could push a few buttons. So, like, <laughs> sometimes I could, I'd push a few buttons while I was there. But, I mean, I the full in-game experience use of LED displays was at uh, the Arizona Cardinals and University, or what was University of Phoenix Stadium, now State Mm -hmm. Farm Stadium. And so I just cut my teeth 
uh, learning from Laura Johnson, who trained yeah. me, Katrina Stackpole, who trained okay. me while I was out there. Scott Blankenship was my field engineer. Okay. Ed Acuna was my field engineer. Name so, dropping. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, like I just, I, I owe a lot to my, I guess, education of LED from from DAC and and from others who just learned off DAC as well, you know, yeah. to just show me the way. And a lot of it was just getting knee deep in the weeds. I love so, it. Sure. Not, you're not the first person to answer all sport. I can't remember, yeah. we were talking to an athletic director one right. time and they said, yeah, running an all sport back when I was uh, younger for an event is when I first heard about that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. And uh, maybe we'll switch over to, to Woody and kind of get your background and, and kind of how you got to where you're at today. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, many less names <laughs> and many less places than Doug <laughs> sure. that you'll recognize. But uh, no, I've, so I've been with the craft group for, uh, it'll be 21 years in about a month. Um, my background originally was civil engineering. Uh, the way I, I got here, the company I worked for had the Crafts and the New England Patriots as a client when this stadium was being built. So okay. I was on the site utility infrastructure, land development side of things as a design engineer. Um, you know, I, again, I'd gone to school for civil engineering, uh, but my company was out here as a semi-design build basis. I was working at a, you know, out of a construction trailer, working on construction details while the property was being developed and the stadium was, you know, working from the ground up. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I went back to my office for, you know, a, a month maybe. I got a phone call from one of the guys, Dan Krantz, who's our, our uh, senior vice president uh, of uh, construction development. And um, he said, hey, the crafts have maybe a year's worth of work for us to kind of come back. We let you know, you worked with our team as a consultant. We'd like to come on, you know, work with us as a, as an employee. And he, he, like I said, he got, they told us about a year maybe, maybe more, but we have a little bit of development stuff to do. And, and as I say, that was almost exactly 21 years ago yeah. that I came it's here. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So as, uh, keep adding. Yeah. No, right. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that is, and that, so that is in a nutshell, what, you know, what, what I do is we are the construction wing of the craft group. And so, um, primarily I focus on stuff that's in, in and around Foxborough, but as a group, we, we are, you know, we oversee, plan, budget, schedule, capital improvement projects for the crafts. So it, it, it could be pretty, you know, it can be far reaching in that they've got a whole bunch of other businesses mm -hmm. besides here at the stadium. Um, but again, primarily my, my job is spending time here in Foxborough and, and it could be anything from overseeing the construction of something and I keep pointing, but to the, then we're, we're talking so yeah, people yeah. can't see what I'm pointing at, but, uh, <laughs> the construction of this North end zone, you know, expansion yeah. renovation, um, in that particular role, we hired a general contractor. We worked through a schedule a couple of years ago. We worked through the budget and the permitting process through the town yeah. um, to get the, the project, you know, buildable, and then oversaw the, the process of, of building to its final execution. So, okay. um, and and that's that's true for all things big and small. Um, you know, from a LED perspective, uh, yeah. when we first moved into the building. We had these little postage stamps of, of LED boards <laughs> yeah. with incandescent bulbs for the yep. scoreboard, you know, yep. like showing the name, the letters of the teams and the score, you know. Uh, so I've been around for a lot of those upgrades uh, where we've, you know, in, improved sort of piecemeal one by one and then ribbon boards and then skylight boards. And, you know, I've been through kind of all of it from a construction perspective, again, with my focus being on, you know, how much is it going to cost? How long is it going to take to build yeah, it? And sure. how are we going to get guys into the building and build it without, you know, uh, interrupting events? Mm -hmm. uh, that's, again, that's, that's, that's my life. And is it, is it kind of within the stadium then again? Because this is our first time being here. 
Um, and I didn't even know about the like Patriots place. Is yeah. that kind of tie into what you do? Yes. Is it yeah, that was involved? yeah back in that era, which was 2007, 2008, 2009. That was my next question is when did that kind of all start up? Yeah, that that era was the, it was it was the same same role. We were overseeing a general contractor that we hired, but we were managing you know again budget and schedule and quality control and mm-hmm. working with our colleagues who are working in house who would eventually manage the property. You know, working with those folks to, sure. to again ensure that once the project was built. It would actually, you know, operate and function correctly for the yeah. the folks who were going to run it once we, we walked away. Uh, but same, yeah. So the the development of the property out and around the stadium, parking lots across the street, you know, yep, land yeah. acquisition, kind of you name it, we've we've been wow. in the thick of it. So it's it's been pretty exciting. So you mentioned the scoreboards, which was kind of nice. I was just kind of curious, how many main end zone displays have you overseen the construction of? <laughs> no, the yeah, stadium? we right. I, I should have thought about this before walking up <laughs> right here. But yeah, the the, the north end zone. Uh, there was the the upgrade to the north and south end zones in 2010. Okay. And I remember the date roughly because MetLife was being MetLife Stadium was under construction. I remember mm-hmm. we went and saw that. Yep. Uh, Rutgers had just improved their video boards, and I remember we went and saw that with okay. DAC folks That's to true. see how that was going. So it, is, it was definitely that that uh, that year it was to the 2010-2011 season. Uh, and then, as I say, the you know the, the ribbon boards, uh, the, the the skylight boards. I think were two years prior to that. I think it may have been the 2007 2008 season that those skylights were infilled. Uh, and as I say, the ribbons slowly but surely. I believe believe 2000. 12, 2013. So it's been been more than 10 years ago now that we did a bunch of ribbon board improvements. But yeah, I've been there for for all of it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's a year in my involvement with Gillette Stadium, whether it's yeah. drugs or not, where LED has not been a component somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every single year. <laughs> Something. Like from on. the beginning of 2014 and on, it was yeah. either like a control upgrade or yep. add-on of LED. So like yep. Woody and Dan are, are yep. very much the the guys are that would if we can find a location for LED, we're gonna put we're it gonna there. Put it. Yep. And yeah. so yeah. I mean, when you think about other stadiums, I I just it's hard for me to comprehend how much engagement we have of just technology in this yeah. building, and specifically from in the bowl. Like I mean, we just have so many areas that we can engage our fans yes. with and our patrons and our events team and really offer a one of a kind experience. You know, I, I think that's, that's one. And we, and we try to do that outside the bowl too. Mm-hmm. We're getting better at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Woody and I were definitely lead in terms of, you know, the new pylons that are out there in the oh, new yeah. NL Plaza, yeah. which again, I, I, you know, I think those are becoming a trend that we have, yes. but I mean, we, we engage with a company called DCL that helped us kind of come up together with yeah. a, a concept, but you know, we really took it from paper to to something that is tangible out there, and it, it, it's exceeded my dreams. I yeah, don't. I, I, I mean, would agree. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. They're, they're they look great. They show up on all sorts of background shots yeah. when the, when the news folks do their stand ups. You yeah. see these really. You oh, know, yeah. this, it's, yep. it's definitely activated the plaza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a major improvement. And our folks, our friends at Patriot Place, are in the midst of building a few more yeah. of them yeah. uh, throughout the retail complex oh, as nice. well just yeah. as, as to add a little bit of continuity yeah. of that look and feel yeah, to the say, entire property the trends yeah. is what you're mentioning too right because it's even you mentioned i'm patriots place has been here for a little while but yeah. more and more of stadiums and arenas are building up these entertainment districts around right. them and it seems like even the pylons are kind of that way of merging the stadium with that back and forth is that yeah. kind of what you're seeing then from the i mean construction side of things too is that Right. I mean, you have tailgating, you have a whole bunch of open spots. So I've heard there's urban tailgating when yeah. the stadium's in like yep. a downtown. Sure. Then we have open space like this trying to just create things for people to, to come early and stay late. But 
Yeah. Yeah, certainly. That's the that's the desire. Yeah. Yeah. Again, a little <laughs> right. out of my wheelhouse. I, yeah, I, I just yeah. I help I help build it. But yeah, the I mean, yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> to answer your question, is certainly the requests have been plentiful of of ideas that folks have yeah. to to continue to improve the experience, and certainly from a technology yeah. perspective. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, again. The, the new entry canopy. I don't know if you had a, do you have a chance to walk through that north end zone yep. yesterday. Yeah. You know, the main entry canopy where your folks get, get sort of security screen to come in. Just the fact that we've got a nice LED ribbon board outside of that yeah. to try to help spread mm-hmm. the word of this is this yeah. is the place to go and this mm-hmm. is where you're supposed to be. Sure. Um, again, it speaks volumes to the fact that the technology is a key part of how we operate. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think that's what we try to do is that we are, we're trying to create experiences for our fans where they don't feel as if we just created this canopy that allows us to security screen you anymore. We yeah. want them yeah. to feel like this is something that proves to be more of being providing information, providing, you know, some kind of engagement beyond that where it's just like, oh, I guess I just walk up to this canopy and the only purpose it serves is essentially to screen you. There yeah. there's Wi-Fi there, there's an LED board mm-hmm. there. We're trying to give you the game experience before you even get mm-hmm. to your seat. Yeah. And so the pylons do that too. I mean, the pylons serve all the way out into the parking yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. And if you're coming off the train, you can see that pylon right as you get off and you start engaging with it. You start feeling yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm part of the experience now. Yeah. I'm part of that. And so you know, we are trying to do that on a, a continual basis. And again, that is, I think, I don't want to say difficult, but you know, we're not like other stadiums where we have the town of Boston in our backyard, you know, or we have the town of Denver or, you know, wherever else you've been. I think we're, you know, we're more like a green Bay, I guess you could say, where we need to create a destination for people to come out here and we do a really good job of it, but we need to evolve and we need to, to do better. So I think as, you know, as part of, a part of Woody's team is like, when we're thinking about physically renovating, what do we need to do from a technology perspective to make that? And so that's, We've had a good hand in hand, I think, in this last year, considering everything that we've done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, when you guys were yeah. talking to Abby and Jen, I mean, you know, they they brought up the control room and the the mm-hmm. LED end zone. But I think, you know, other things is also we activated IPTV. We put those pylons in. We put that Ticketmaster gate in. You know, we've done uh, you know more engagement. The GPA trim. Yep. I, mean, yeah. I think that's yeah. the yeah. other side of it. It's like mm-hmm. we have this beautiful north board, and again, it is still beautiful, but like we created this new club experience that is, I think, going to be a prototype for how we go about renovating the rest of the building with technology. And we knocked it out of the park and created something that I have not seen where we have this large glass experience that people can see into this Mm -hmm. experience that, you know, is only open to people who can, you know, who want to buy into it or or attend. But I mean, these, the displays on the backside are, are just as visually engaging as our North Board. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the amount of pixels that we have in there comport, compared to the North Board, are, are, it's pretty dang, darn close. I yeah. mean, the yeah. North Board is 1,800 pixels tall. The the GPA trim ones are 2,160 tall. So there's yeah. technically yeah. more pixels in height, yeah. you know, than it is. And <laughs> and the length of the, the, pix, the amount of pixels in those two boards combined is actually more than the North, even though it's smaller in footprint. Right. But... Pixel yeah, pitch it, changes things, yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. You know, and I think yeah. that's that's something that we, you know, when we were looking back at, I think, what what to do, the ability to just say, let's make it LED, let's make it LED is, right. is a lot more tangible now. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. become, you know, as we've become more comfortable with what it takes to build it, certainly with 
you know, experts on your team who've helped along the way and, mm-hmm. and you in your, in your prior life, um, it makes, it does, it allows you to think of it as a part of the design process as yeah. opposed to an add-on, you know? Yep. Um, and it just, as I say, we've, we've had a lot of great experiences with, with different folks on, on the Dactronic side of things that have made that part of, you know, made that an easy thing for us to, to picture and visualize and, and eventually execute too. Yeah. yeah. And that North end zone is com- completely new, right? It used to be open and now it's kind of closed yeah. off and yeah. the board kind of goes over. Yeah. Yep. Right. So it, it, it <laughs> kind of creates yeah. even a, a tunnel to the field, which yeah. you were talking about the plaza displays and it made yeah. me think of this. You can see them from the parking lot, but you even look towards the stadium, you can see the field Yeah, and yes. you can, you can yeah. see the displays cool. lining up as you follow them yep. to the field. Absolutely. And I don't know, yeah. that's gotta be unique. I don't know. I've seen that many other places, right? That yeah. you can just kind of walk and see the field from there, even yeah. if that's on that approach. I mean, I, yeah. I, I yeah. take the street to seat. I think I first heard of it from DAC fellow yeah. person, Bill Hadsell. <laughs> and I, yeah. it's, it, I mean, I don't, I doubt he came up with it or whatever, but you know, that is definitely a, a term that like I am always thinking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think from, from our side of things, you know, Abby and Jen do an awesome job with bringing our fans in. But the other thing is like, we have to create systems that run 24 seven. And so that's a lot of my job too, is that, you know, keeping things going for 24 seven and always engaging our fans from event to event or from, from use to use, you know, mm-hmm. Abby, Abby and Jen run the game from yesterday and we come up with a great win, but uh, you know, you guys were in here earlier. We had a, we had a radio event down in Optum. That's using the board for something that yeah. that transitions over to our events team. So we have to think, very carefully about not only how do we just build something big and great on game day, but how do we build something that's going to be useful for all the different departments in here and how seamless can we make that experience so that coming off of victory last night, we give somebody something that says, okay, I feel like I'm in the bowl Mm -hmm. still and, and, and allows them to feel like it's part of the game day experience, even if we can't be here for the game day. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of throwing it back to you, Woody, then of we know what this board was installed, obviously, before this one. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when you're first brought into a project like that, right, I mean, a huge undertaking because it was the original idea to do both of these. Yeah. But you had to do them in phases, kind of like maybe just walk me through how is that process? Are you involved, too, on the design, look, size of everything? And how would you lay it all out? Yeah, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll help kind of foster the conversation with the design team. So we'll hire professional engineers on the structural and MEP mm-hmm. and architectural mm-hmm. side of things, obviously to work with us and with the folks who are coming up with the cool ideas. Um, so certainly there is uh, our, our role is to try to keep all the folks in the same place, yeah. you know, keep an eye on again, budget schedule, you yeah. know, answering <laughs> questions to get answer, you know, to get answers back, I should say to those questions, you know, soon enough so that we can uh, order the led product. Cause we know it's going to take, X amount of weeks or months to get here yep. or a year or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's trying to certainly, our, again, our role is to try to continue to keep the conversation going, get the right answer, but also in a timely fashion so that we can, you know, order product and get it here soon enough. So it's an, it's, that was the, the, the South End Zone board was a unique one. It was like about the, a lot of other people can comment on, on. it was a, a COVID type prod, you know, yeah. COVID era type project that begun in 20, Technically, maybe the end of 2019, but as we rolled into the shutdown, 
we hit pause, uh, yeah. like a lot of people did. Yeah. Uh, and so it didn't really get unveiled, I guess, technically until the 21 season, if yeah. I remember right. Um, we got uh, it but just it was, under the gun. Yeah, yeah. and it really was. <laughs> I mean, it was like, you know, whatever. I'm, you know, I, yeah. I, It probably is removed from my brain because of the post-traumatic <laughs> stress, but it was yeah. like... Yeah, we unveiled it for like a revolution it, it, yeah. game in the middle of July. Yeah. And I remember being... <laughs> on, was, I mean, I know you guys yeah. were here on site, and we yeah. were like making electrical connections at the... At the end, and yes. like we're coming out and like making sure that Jen and Abby like have the rev show ready to go. Because again, like you look at it now <laughs> compared yeah. to the north, and you're like, it is funny. How is that thing like our biggest concern? And then, <laughs> yep. you know, yep. but uh, yeah, we've always pushed the envelope here. That uh, is, in, in terms of certainly, you know, giving the fans something that they've never seen before. Yeah, but I mean, even like you know. This site is is unique in the sense of like the letters. Like uh, this is the first pro first site that I was ever a part of where we had the pucks the and the letters, signage. and oh, it was yeah. Yeah. And it became such yeah. a such a unique thing that we had to do it for the new letters yeah. over yeah. there. Yeah. And I mean, you could speak to that yeah. process, but that was I mean that was a learning experience. Was too. that with yeah. DC Elegant? It correct? Was, so it was. On, the, on that lettering, what was it like working with them and and with our team to make that all come together? They had, from our perspective, they had only good things to say about working with your team because there was a, it was a, you can imagine just the kind of geometry of making square, you guys know, obviously yeah. it's your world, you know, square uh, modules. Um, modules, thank you, yeah. fit into these curvy, like the letter G, how the heck do you make that work <laughs> right. with all squares, right? Uh, so the amount of really, you know, thoughtful, um, also to not be wasteful, really thoughtful mm -hmm. layout to make it so that we weren't just... Blasting a whole bunch of LED and then just covering half yeah. of it by making yeah. you know cutouts or whatever to make it look like the letters. Really, yeah, the the teams worked hand in hand and, and DCL, uh, as I say, had great things to say about your team and they it was a very iterative process of size and feel, sharing it back to get the technology to fit mm -hmm. that size and feel, mm -hmm. and then handing it back to the sign guys to eventually, yeah. you know, build it and, and rig it up there and put it up on the roof and make it look like it's supposed to be there, which <laughs> yeah, they did yeah. a good job of. Yeah. Yeah. With, so, a, yeah. with a huge lighthouse in the background. Too. With a huge <laughs> lighthouse and not blocking the view right, when you're up on right. the top of the yeah, lighthouse yeah. is a pretty important yeah. feature for so sure. So you're obviously involved in that then, the lighthouse? like That was all part of the scope of that project, yeah, okay. that, that North End Zone expansion. Yeah, it, it you know, again, not to go backwards here, but we, we truly infilled multiple levels of the stadium, uh, what was the end of the seating bowl on the west side and the end of the seating bowl on the east side are now continuing, you know, yeah. connected, connected at the yeah. upper concourse and these multiple suite levels, the club level. Um, and so with that, you know, the building was infilled, but the lighthouse got massively, you know, upgraded and heightened and was wider and all of the above. And the plaza itself, again, we are going back talking about those pylons. The plaza itself, it never really felt like you had arrived. I think, Doug, you talked yeah. on that before about how you felt like you're, you, even though you're outside, you kind of feel like you're a yeah. part of the action now, especially yeah. on an yeah. event day. Yeah. Um, the plaza itself before, you know, day day one when the stadium opened, it was truly like a, a bunch of rows of gates. You know, there's a ticket office building yeah. and the pro shop, but okay. it was like parking lot, curb line. You know, you'd walk 30 steps and you're at a gate and you're, you know, there really wasn't any sense of arrival yeah. or, a, or okay. a place to, certainly not a place to congregate Patriot Place in 2007, 2008 allowed for some of that to get slightly improved, and mm -hmm. the Hall of Fame was built in, the, in that same uh, um, uh, duration. Oh, yeah. Uh, so when that happened, the plaza was, I will say, modestly improved, but it still never really got to that point where you felt like you were 
there and connected. Uh, whereas now the plaza got significantly larger. I think we added four, four and a half acres of, of plaza space, if that yeah. makes sense, or at yeah. least renovated and added to to create about four and a half acres of plaza space. It really has turned into something, you know, like I say, even even now, day after a game, it's just yeah. a, it's a great place to Absolutely. be. You yeah. know, yeah. feel like you're yeah. here, you're, you're yep. in you're part of the, the action. Yeah. yeah, Doug took us out there yesterday, and we, there were people out there taking pictures. They had lettering and, like, that's in <laughs> hats next yeah. to some of those yep. displays, and yeah. people were just staggered at each display taking pictures. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see, you know, that, that entertainment district to feel yes. like everybody's mm-hmm. coming together early yeah, to celebrate. Absolutely. Right? I mean, yeah. I think that's what we want. That's what we're trying to gather. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll continue to grow that, I think, moving forward. But, you know, we just think about what we have coming up where we have, you know, we had Sunday Night Football there. Mm-hmm. Football Night America came out and did their set before the game. Uh, in that, Yeah, on the plaza. Uh-huh. And I'm just thinking, you know, I think we think to ourselves of like, you know, we'll have these LED pylons in the back and we'll, we'll be able to promote ourselves. And, we, and we, you know, we have the GPH and we have the lighthouse. I mean, mm-hmm. all that goes into a visual experience of as I walk up to something, you know, what is going to be iconic in this bit? What's going to be iconic here? And I think, you know, the ability of LED to get smaller and tighter and more feasible allows us to be more, uh, give a more integrated look Mm -hmm. into what we want. You know, we're not just like, you know, we're not looking at billboards anymore. We need this large structure. We need a lot of metal to to house everything or to (laughs) get something up and running. I mean, if you didn't know, you know, I mean, like there is a lot of steel that goes into making those pylons, but I mean, you would think that they'd been there for a while, yeah. you know, they look, and, and they totally integrated and they yeah. totally blend yeah. in and, and, yeah. and the same thing with like our ribbons that service some of our gate entrances. I mean, all of that are, or like the, you guys were making the comment about the club boards that are yeah. out there. I mean, again, those look, I, into, into my opinion, not that we just took a space and said, let's just put an led board there and, <laughs> and make sure that it, you know, yeah. it, it, it operates and puts up a sponsor. I think, there is a conscious effort from the construction side and from a technology side to say, if we make this investment, how do we do it right? How do we do it, you know, carefully, but also how do we make sure that it's going to be engaging and at its yeah. best, you know, yeah. moving forward? I was so. going to say, like, even in that space, it's like you've added, because I wasn't there before, that whole yeah. that whole extra suite area is like you've added another premium space where they can go in and with both those huge displays on the yeah. wall, you can keep up with, multiple other games in the league is yeah. while you're keeping up with the game on the field. It's, yeah. it's like, you're not going to miss anything while you're in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then is it, um, so we've kind of talked about that board, the puck lettering, maybe the, the coming in and all of the different pylons then. So maybe walk us through then a little bit. What do you have? And I, I know Lucy, but I can't remember exactly how to explain this. It was kind of part of the board was built last year mm-hmm. while some of it was getting ready to be built this year. Kind of how did, how was that organized or how'd that go? Yeah, that was, it was a unique aspect of having MLS soccer and NFL <laughs> yeah. football I mean, over the course have, of a, you we know, don't have a time off you know, there's <laughs> where you're building for whatever, <laughs> you know, 18 yeah. months and you've got sure. a lot of things that don't want to wait for you and won't wait for you. Yeah. Uh, it, a lot of that as silly as, or simple as it may sound, the, the structure, the physical columns and beams, the structure really drove a lot of that discussion. So okay where we had removed all the previous North End Zone entities, you know, the scoreboard, the video board, ad boards, all that stuff was gone, demolished. The old lighthouse had been demolished. The, the, you know, on the schedule, it was clear that MLS soccer was was starting, you know, in the coming spring and and football was not too far behind and concerts get all wedged, you know, all over the place. (laughs) And there was a reason why our folks, you know, would be looking for something to use in the North End Zone for our fans to have, you know, something to watch or to to, to view. 
that being said, we, we sort of went backwards and said, we'll have this much structure. We'll have this many columns and this many, these many beams, and we'll have enough structure to carry something. Yeah. How much can we get, Dactronics? And Dak kind of came back and sure. did the math of yeah. number of pixels tall and wide, and we think you could get about <laughs> here. And we said, let's buy it. Let's get it. Let's get <laughs> okay, it here. Let's like, let's get it. Let's, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's get it here. And yeah. so that was, yeah. So you heard a lot of people talking about how it was the first the first third, I think yeah. technically it was yeah. whatever, 28% or something, but yeah. the first third of that massive video board was in place for last season, you know, where we allowed yeah. us to give these guys something to put, you know, a, a, some yeah. video content and, and other stuff on uh, to keep, you know, while the rest of the project so was being built. Building, right? yeah. We were building right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Kept going. The yeah. If you have a chance to see the time-lapse video, it's pretty slick. Like yeah? just because okay. you see... Like I said, you know, everything gets demolished, and then the structure starts to get yeah. erected, and then there's all of a sudden this little black—not that little, yeah. but there's right. this black square—and <laughs> then it turns, yeah, yeah, yeah. now, and then it turns on, and you're like, oh, there's a video board right. there, and there's still, still you know, building, structural yeah. columns and a crane, you know, right next to it, going all the way across right. the stadium, and yep. uh, yeah. But then, then just seeing the LED, actually seeing the LED go up. You know, in a time lapse format is really is pretty slick. It's yeah. something I definitely recommend just for folks like us who appreciate that. <laughs> well, just yep. check that out. Uh -huh. But hey, I think you're allowed to say little when we're talking about the the biggest outdoor <laughs> video scoreboard in the country, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Then yeah. then one third of it is kind of little. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's so then it just kept progressing. And and what was the decision like on the back end of saying, okay, we want it to be this big? Like th this is the size we're going for? Is that something that was just kind of predetermined, or was it also like this is the space we have, or budget? Or is it, yeah, yeah I think a, I think a little bit, a little bit of, a yeah. little bit of it all, yeah, because it's I, maybe Jen may have I'm guessing she may have touched on this a little bit, but the idea to build a new video board was was I'll call it one of the main original ideas, you know, improve the video board in okay. North End Zone, and, and it was sort of I'm going a little sideways, I'm sorry, but it was an interesting sort of sidebar that we said, hey, we're going to put all of this structure up to carry a video board why wouldn't we at least build something there yeah. you know why wouldn't we yeah. and we have this amazing okay. club that came yeah. of it and all you know new suites and stuff but um i'm going sideways now but where we <laughs> lead me back where i was i was i told myself i, mean, I shouldn't yeah. go sideways no, and it was, I already it was did. about why about why, this why how it got that big yeah. Yeah, i'm sorry yeah. so but to your point the <laughs> width of the opening of the stadium is only another whatever, you know, maybe a hundred feet at the most, uh, mm -hmm. of not even really of, of, if you go left and right. So a little bit of it was, this is the amount of space that we have mm -hmm. and, and the crafts were all in about, let's make this a, a big, a, a big yeah. video. Yeah. Board. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's it's still, cool. yeah. it's still very much. And I'm sure you guys hear this. I mean, just like an athletics and pro sport, it's an arms race at times to, yeah, you know, to create thing and, and to be as, you know, visually dominant as possible. But I think, you know, from Woody's perspective of where we were, and what we went to, I think that was also, we owed it to our fans to give them something that, you know, they've watched the progression of other stadiums be built. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. when you think about how the Patriots have been in these infamous buildings where Super Bowls uh, have been happening. So again, this building never closes. So <laughs> yeah, there's always trying something to do going their on. Job. Yeah. But I mean, when you think about where we've won Super Bowls and, and infamous stadiums that we've been in, I mean, they're brand new buildings that have had pretty iconic displays. And so I think to now return it to our fans and to create the next generation of fans with the Patriots, we have this, we have the stadium now that I think is going to compare and be just as yeah. 
just as prolific as anything. I mean, I think you, know, you come here, you 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 see the six Super Bowls, you see the six championships we've won. Mm-hmm. We have the Patriots. We have a, a dominant Revolution team right now. Yeah. You know, we have we have Bill Belichick. We have a lot of name brands here. But now we can also yep. make the stadium feel as if it is its own iconic piece. Yeah. You know, again, another reason why I think we try to drive to make Gillette Stadium, Patriot Place, this whole campus feel like a destination when. You know, it, it's it's thirty five minutes from downtown Providence. It's sometimes fifty minutes from downtown Boston. You know, sure. it's, it, you can't you have to come here for a purpose, yep. and we want every aspect of the building to feel as if you know there is something for you here, and we are constantly keeping you engaged here. So. Yeah, it's definitely done that way, and it's I think it's kind yeah. of your question too. It was whenever we put out conceptuals or renderings, right, for all the different projects we're in, there was almost always five to ten different options of these things. Yeah. So smaller, bigger. <laughs> right. It was definitely that fitting the space and the arms race. We sometimes hear colleges say, how big is that board of like a, a conference <laughs> competitor? And they go, well, I just want yeah. ours to be one foot by one foot bigger. Than They're that. rivals yeah. and it yeah. needs to be one foot bigger. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. It just so, needs to be bigger. Yeah. yeah. So so when it comes to even just like the siding of that too, is that I know we come up with all these different options and then it's just maybe it's just you two meeting with the craft group and everyone to be like, okay, that's the one. Is that kind of how? I mean, that's oversimplification. It, I know that, it, but I mean, it was it, like- it was an iterative process for sure. And yeah, the the crafts were absolutely involved. There's a whole bunch of other folks. You, you guys obviously met Jen and mm-hmm. Nabby, but there, yeah, there are a whole group of people internally that were weighing in and trying to help. You know, make the best choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, certainly along the way, but you're right. There, it was a uh, rendering. Let's look at it. Let's talk about it. Okay, let's get a couple more. Yep. And, you know, and, and it did have its own undulations, you know, up, down, left, right, so to speak, of, yep. of either bigger, smaller, where it was actually exactly going to be located. Absolutely. Um, uh, but that, yeah, that being said, there were you know, a whole bunch of people involved in that decision making process, yeah. and, and we got a lot of feedback from folks to try to get it just right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and speaking to like how we give that to other, because again, you create it, we have to operationalize mm-hmm. it, and so yeah. again, that's maybe not a word, but. Again, I think of just like the ability for us to be able to have this giant large display. It's like it could be overwhelming to say, okay, how do we use it? Yes, now? Yeah, and again, yeah. Abby and Jen have done an amazing job yeah. of like <laughs> seeing it from a conceptual perspective. But I think from our, you know, from from a construction perspective and from my perspective is we don't ever want to say no to something. We want to always say yes to how do we make this happen? How, how do we make this happen? happen? And so yeah. Abby and Jen, I I commend them yeah. constantly of how much they can make that board seem mm. so engaging and yes. so great uh, with little, not not little effort on their part, with a lot of effort on their part. But, you know, they'll come with ideas and they'll say, okay, we need to be able to, do, you know, do this look and then do that look. And and we they'll come to me because, again, I'm, I'm the one who's kind of in the background making sure the system's working and then and the control systems are working and and fixing any problems. But then they'll come and say, okay, well, we have this thing. How do we how do we make this come to life on yeah. the paper? And and I we never want to say no to that. And so I think, you know, that's also from the construction perspective of we always get these ideas of on paper and we we don't want to say no. Right? Yeah. Essentially. Is, it, is so, there a lot of coordination between your groups then to make sure it's like, okay, here's what we're thinking construction, here's what we're thinking display size, here's yeah. what we're thinking we make it work? Is that's gotta have an open line of communication. Of, we're getting right? better. <laughs> we're getting better. I yeah. feel like it's it, and I say this not just because he's he's sitting here you know next to me, but with Doug being here. <clears throat> it's nice to have someone in his role who gets our side of the world mm-hmm. um, and also knows what it's going to take to operate it. 
So having Doug around has been, you know, just it's been a big improvement in that process uh, because otherwise, you know, we are trying to make our best guess. And sometimes, you know, we're the we're the construction guys. I don't mean to say it that way, but, you know, we're, we're trying to connect the dots. We're trying Here's to make your display. sure it's, Good luck. it's yeah. done in, in time and it didn't, you know, we yeah. again, I keep saying this. We did it in time and it was, you know, on, on budget. Um, but that, that's right. We don't necessarily know what we don't know. And so it's easy for us to say this thing is awesome and it's huge. Yeah. But having, you know, having Doug as a part of the process makes it so that we don't end up with something that's not usable. Yeah, it's um, huge, but not good. We say it's like like Abby junk was, in, junk out. Is yeah, 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 but yeah like gar- garbage in, garbage Like Abby out. was yeah. saying, yeah. you yeah. just go full video and it's cropping somebody's head yeah. off and it crops yeah. off the yeah. bottom. You can't yeah. see right. it well. Yeah. yeah. One of the other areas I want to touch on then too before we're done, though, as part of this construction, right, is we heard from, from Abby and them too of the control room finally being here instead mm-hmm. of a production truck. So I don't know. I mean, how did that come about? Because so there's the LED control room. You said yep. it's kind of right up over here, and then the other control room is yep. back this way. Yeah. But neither of those existed, right? Is so, that how it was? So yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. getting dropped in here a year ago, and we're like, we're going to complete what? Well, we're going to complete the north end zone. We're going to complete the stadium letters. We're going to complete IPTV. We're going to complete GPH, and we're going to do CBH. <laughs> yep. But also, we're going to do an IP control room, and we're also going to do an LED control room yep. refresh. So, also. so they I, want I, it all. I swear, yep. like when I, I have I have this post that I put out, and I was like, if you would have told me a year ago of like all the different iterations of things that I've completed in the last year, I was like, it's pretty much what some people do in their career. But I mean, we, you know, Woody came to me and said, hey, we finally, you know, because again, the room you guys were in yesterday, mm-hmm. all the racks used to be in there. Okay. So you can imagine the people working there. Yeah. We're hearing the racks yeah. up and running. Oh, it was maybe. super cold. Yeah, it, it was tight. Cold. It was yeah. tight, tight on space. And so we had had this discussion, I think, even when I was a DAC, of like, we need to create a room, room. that's just, just for the DAC system to be properly uh, protected and, uh, you know, on the network properly, everything. And so we carved out that space last year and... Um, you know, we did that, and you, you probably built that room probably within a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as the first iteration yeah, again, to get the equipment moved. Of, okay. Yeah. 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 Again, get the rack mounted equipment out. Everything. So yep. we had to coordinate, you know, when are we going to move all of the fiber that leads back to there? Oh, okay. Yeah. When are we going to put the power in? How are yeah. we building out yeah. the racks? <laughs> so we did it in two phases, uh, and it was a lot. We did one where we did one two-week phase, two weeks again. Yeah. Two weeks where we could only take down the ribbon boards that you see in bowl, and then... We found a we found a space later where we did north and south, and even that was a segmented phase where we yeah. took down the south first. Okay, kept the portion of the north up, went back because again we can't not have these displays sure. operating. And then in the midst of all this, yes, we built a brand new IP control room <laughs> yeah. that was yeah. a former space of. Our IT friends, yeah. we had to kick them and, out yeah. and renovate yeah. that. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, how do you do that with just existing space? Did the, the new North End Zone give more space to shift things? Or was it not just kind really, of shifting really, things no. around? And no. saying, <laughs> it's, that, was, that was one of our, our little side jobs is that we shuffled. You know, I'm making it up because I don't remember exactly, but you know, 60 people in their offices and cubes got shuffled around in order. Yeah. To, to your point, it was okay. a domino effect. To make the space yeah. for the control room, we had to relocate the IT department. We happened to be building a new office building that's connected to the stadium. We happened to be turning, you know, building that and finishing at the end of last year. Oh, so okay. that okay. timing was good. Yeah. So we could relocate people from one space, but talk about a shell game oh, um, of moving people around and, yeah. and you know taking furniture apart and putting it back together yeah. over yeah. the course of, of days and weeks. It was yeah, it was it was quite a lot. All while all this other stuff was taking yeah. our attention and away from you know these folks who were trying to 
you know, keep working every day. <laughs> yeah, just so trying to do their jobs. Yes, yeah. we're, we're trying to get them home as quickly and cleanly as possible. Sure. So yeah, I mean, not only yeah. did we take the old IT offices, but then we had to turn that into a control room space because yeah, yeah. we had to build a rack room that was, again, properly, had proper cable trays in it, you know, air con, you know, conditioning, yeah. 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 backup on battery, and yeah. then we had to create the actual control room space and put in conduit. And again, we kind of... You know, a lot of things were on paper when I arrived, and, and yep. they were moving at a pretty breakneck speed. Breakneck speed, but mm-hmm. then, you know, by the time last September hit, when we were in our last, you know, 2022 season, I mean, we were just full steam ahead. And then to Abby's point, I mean, we were standing in the control room probably around June, and it was a shell of, okay, here's your room, yeah, go. Here's the room. Here's <laughs> and then, four walls you know, and ceiling. Here's four yeah. walls and ceiling, and then. You know, fill yeah. in with, you know, your, your, <laughs> all of your control room gear, all of your wiring. And, um, you know, we did it in really good record time. We, we got the board on and in a pretty good time. I mean, uh, one thing I can commend the construction team and, and ourselves and Jen and Abby is we, we dedicated ourselves, I think, to the last year of spending so much time with each other, with our partners like Dectronics to really say, okay, what can we do? to make sure that when we get this turned on, we are at the best possible place we can be. Yeah. And and we were. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how we could have gotten the control room, the LED board on any faster to give us us. And I mean, you know, we had our hiccups along the way, but we had a good, you know, we had sometimes of a, of a good month to not necessarily play around, but I mean, we, we, we I don't know. I, I feel like we hit the, we, we put on a good show, you know, for Tom Brady to yeah. come back and announce. I mean, that's the other thing is like, not only did we do that, but I mean, we had, you know, when we turned on the LED, the North board and we turned on the IP control room and we didn't stop. We had, it was, we had a revolution game yeah, on the 30th. We, were we had on. a revolution game on the second. Yep. Oh, we had premier lacrosse league on the fourth. And then we turned around and had our home opener on the 10th. Yep. Uh-huh. And then we turned around a week later and had Sunday night football in the building for the Dolphins. And oh, right. it seems like a year ago. Right. Yeah. But it's we literally just a month right. ago. We that's were open for business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were open like, for whew. business. Yeah, and that's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's been amazing. And again, I, I tip my hat off to people like Woody and Dan and, and others in the building like Abby and Jen to just roll with what we have, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, some we, I think you heard us in the last one too, but like a wrap up question we like to ask though too is, what advice would you give to anyone going through a similar situation that you were in? And so I know we can start with you, Woody. I mean, it's hard to say similar because you guys have done this in so many phases. But when it comes yeah. to renovating, putting a, a giant new display or something like that, what are, what's like some brief advice you'd give to someone in your situation? Yeah, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but just communicate. You know, mm-hmm. like you asked before about working together, everyone's got way more on their plate than they should. And that's not, you know, specifically just us. I'm sure that's true across, you know, everywhere you go, Mm -hmm. but people are doing so many things. They're doing so much more probably than they ever would have expected. And especially, especially especially when it comes to these new projects, because people are taking on more than their day to day to help, you know, help the process, but communicating and sharing of info, um, you know, it's something I work on every day to get better at because it just, it, it inevitably, makes the end product better, more yep. likely that something's going to work the right way the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, sharing of information amongst groups is, is, is so invaluable and expect kind of the unexpected. Cause it's just <laughs> like, you can think you've planned out and scheduled accordingly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're, 
soccer team works their way through uh, whatever that was, <laughs> League's you know, Cup. League's Cup and is winning and you've <laughs> yeah. got, you know, More two, games two, new, yeah. two yeah. new dates where yeah. you were going to be working, you know, double shifts yeah. and now you've yeah. got to leave because there's an event in the building. Yeah. Got to be able you know? to call an audible and yeah. adapt. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So How about you, Doug? Um, yeah, so, well, man, what would I take from this process and, <laughs> and offer to others? Um, Her communication. I mean, communica- already, communication, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. it is huge. I mean, I think that is, that was key to the success we had. Um, I would just say, you know, be, just be open-minded to, to whatever, be open-minded to whatever you think you need to, to have. And I think also is you need to plan for what you're going to do day one. But, you know, these investments are not, um, continually changing, like after a year or two, you need to think about what do you expect to be doing two, three, four, five, six, seven, all the way up to 10, because, this type of investment doesn't come around every two yeah. years, and so yeah. okay. to to have to to have to go back and like ask for something that you didn't ask for the first time, you really have to it's th- think. Tough. It's hard, <laughs> and again, I know yeah. that's hard to say. Of like, you know, think about what you're going to be doing in ten years. But I think that's where I have tried to push myself to say. When we open this, we're not going to do the same thing that was in here before, or we're not going to repeat what we have in one area in that same space. And that's because our fans won't be that way. Our experiences won't be that way. Yep. Yep. And so, and and we don't want to make an investment where you come in and you feel like, yep, same old, same old. I saw it yeah. or two yeah. and I don't need to see it again. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, if I were a fan and I was going to the GPH room, I was coming to the North Board, I don't want to see what was there last year. And so, again, that pushes everybody to do that. Yeah. That pushes Abby and Jen on their game presentation. I mean, they they blew everything out and we made things completely different. And so I just look at that in terms of when I'm asked for recommendations or what I tell my team or or how we do things is don't ever just say, yep, we could do that and that's it. It's always, yep, we could do that, but we can also do this. Yes. Okay. We can keep going down that road. Yeah. So keep keep an open mind, plan ahead and communicate. So okay. that's some good advice there. So um, I think you guys hit it uh, on the head here. You nailed it with this this north yes. end zone renovation. We got to experience it last night. It was amazing. And uh, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk to us about it. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, thank guys. you guys.